On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I am going to be talking about what 2021 brought us in e-commerce. I'm going to be talking about the good, the bad, the winners in e-com, and unfortunately, there were some losers this year, and we're going to be talking about that, and we're going to be looking forward to 2022 and talking about some tactics that we can be using to really propel our brands into the next level. You guys are not going to want to miss this one. Hey, guys. Before we begin, I want to talk to you about how to grow your e-commerce brand in a post-iOS 14.5 world. If you're doing over seven figures in D to C, you need to hear this. Back when Facebook ads were absolutely crushing it and driving massive amounts of revenue, setting up basic flows and sending out occasional email campaigns used to cut it, SMS marketing included. You'd see it constantly and so would we when we were looking at accounts at Mindful Marketing. Brands earning 20 to 45% of their total revenue with email marketing with maybe three to four hours of work a month and that's because they just set up some basic flows and then silence but now that the facebook algorithm has stopped spitting out such ridiculous returns where do we go retention but it requires marketers to go deeper than simple templated flows and copy and pasted campaigns which we've seen all the time it requires actually having a system that increases the ltv of your customers and then actually realizing that entire customer lifetime value in a shorter period of time and hopefully even considering a higher LTV. We're saddened to see brands do all the same things with their emails and SMS, and we're sick of auditing agency accounts who simply set up welcome flows and show off how many sales they make. Anyone can set up a welcome flow, abandoned cart flow, etc. That is the simple stuff, guys. The real key in retention marketing is digging deep into your market, copy, offer, your creative, and then pairing that with a strategy that turns one-time buyers into two-time buyers, into three-time buyers, and on and on, just like we've seen at our brands. So if you want to find out exactly exactly how deep our retention marketing strategy goes, book a quick wins call with our team and we will show you exactly how we drive more repeat sales for our clients and hopefully how you can too. Go to mindfulmarketing.co slash quick wins. That's mindfulmarketing.co slash quick wins, all one word. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back here with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. I am so excited to chat with you guys about what happened in 2021, but not only that, because I really want you guys to get some value uh, out of this. This will not just be a history lesson. We will actually be talking about the kinds of things that we can do moving forward and uh, why 2022 uh, should hopefully be uh, an incredible year and some of the things that you may need to do to make 2022 uh, an incredible year. So let's look back for a second before we we talk about 2021. Let's look back at 2020 and think of all of the incredible factors that made it a phenomenal year in e-commerce. Number one was the pandemic, right? Everyone was stuck at home. Everyone was on their phones constantly uh, and on social media. And it was just it was just an incredible year. There was so much demand. There was way more eyeballs. You know, the costs that we were seeing on the ad platforms were absolutely incredible. And, and tons of brands were really built in 2020 and had massive years. And so was 2021 going to be just as good? Well, I mean, at the beginning of the year, we saw incredible results on platform. We saw them on Google, on Facebook. We started to see TikTok come into the ad world as well, right around that point as well. And yeah, things were just going really, really well. And then suddenly iOS 14.5 hit. And we knew it was going to hit. Uh, you know, Facebook was retooling uh, some of their reporting and some of the platform. And we knew it was going to hit. And you uh, you know, it came around and May was okay, right? I don't think that we were really seeing the full effects of it until the summer hit and some of the fall. And we started to see ad costs 
skyrocket. We started to see CPMs go way up. We just started to see everything go up and cost per acquisition uh, in general was up massive amounts. I've seen some reports out there that the average cost per acquisition on Facebook was up 40% in a post iOS 14.5 world. Now, all of that being said, I think we've seen a lot better numbers going into November and December of 2021. So that's really great news going into next year. I've seen some people posting, I'm done with Facebook, I'm done with Instagram, we're, uh, from, from an advertiser standpoint. And I really don't think that that is the solution. I think that going out into different um, platforms is definitely a solution. We talked about that a few episodes ago. So if you search, you know, some of the ways that I think that you guys should spend your budget, if you search that episode back there, I'm not exactly sure what that one ended up being called. But if you, you look back into one of my recent solo episodes, you will see where I think that you should be spending your budget in 2022 and where I'm going to be spending my budget, right? Remember everything that I'm telling you guys, I do myself. This is not like, you know, some expert that doesn't know what he's doing. I spend a lot of money on these platforms. And I'll tell you some of the things that I'm doing. So let's talk a little bit about what 2021 looked like as far as things that are essential, right? So going cross-platform in my mind has been and will be essential. If you're not thinking about going to some of the marketplaces, you're going to be missing out on a huge amount of market share. So again, looking at some of those different platforms, so Amazon, Etsy, any of those other marketplaces, right? So that alone is huge. And, and the second part of that is going wholesale, right? Getting into stores or potentially if you're sort of in that, you know, low eight figure mark, I would really recommend something. And I'll go on a little bit of an aside here. I'd really recommend you guys going flagship retail. So that's a really big commitment, obviously. But if you've got people who love you and fans, absolute super fans, I think that going to flagship retail is the way to go. So what does that look like? In my mind, take a page out of Lululemon's book and look at your top markets online, right? Next, see if you can find some space in the area. So, so talk to somebody in, in retail, first of all, in that city. Then take a look at some spaces that you may be able to rent for say four months. So I'd recommend starting in September and then going into December. And if that goes well, then sign the lease, but don't go in and just sign a lease. You know, especially some of these leases can be between five and 10 years long. I wouldn't commit to something like that until you've really proven it, especially in late Q3, early Q4. So that's one of my recommendations for 2022. If you guys can afford it and you're at that place, I really think that going flagship retail is the way to go. Second best to that though, in 2021 was wholesale. Wholesale was off the hook in the second half of the year, especially if you had supply, right? There was a lot of gift shops, a lot of retailers that really wanted good quality products that they could actually get in stock. And so, uh, you know, we saw massive amounts of wholesale from about July on, uh, and we continue to see that and continue to build up. One platform that I'm absolutely loving at our brands is FAIR. So if you were not on FAIR in 2021, you need to get on FAIR in 2022. FAIR has approximately 30,000 retailers that shop on there. And it's a wholesale marketplace. And it's really incredible the amount of wholesalers. One of our brands alone, I believe we have close to a thousand wholesalers that are on fair alone. So really, really great opportunity for you guys there. And we added it in one of our other brands. And I believe we added about 50,000 of revenue uh, in two months alone. So yes, just slowly ramping up on that platform. But again, remember that this is how you build out your marketing stack as well, right? It's not just about 
about marketing on these platforms. It's about building a brand. And when you're in these wholesalers, customers will go to the wholesaler and then they will search for your brand online. We've seen it time and time again. If you guys are not doing post-purchase surveys, I think that was a huge part of 2021 was actually getting that, you know, the fancy term that marketers out there like to call it a zero party data, right? So getting that data straight from the customer, that was huge. And so the data that we've seen is that 17% of people who come to our website found out about us from a retailer, right? So we're not only making margin when we sell into these retailers, we are also getting these customers as lifelong customers on our website, right? And we're building a brand that way. And so that's something I've talked about a few times on this podcast, but I cannot say it enough that getting in there is is absolutely essential. Do you need uh, a wholesale rep? Um, That's a question that uh, I've seen asked on the Shopify Plus forum quite a bit. I would say no. I'd say no, you do not need to have a wholesale rep. Is it handy? Oh, of course. Um, You can start working with uh, agencies. Generally, they'll take between 10 and 12% of your sales. uh, And that's, that's a pretty decent price. Um, if you ask me, which I know you guys are asking me. <laughs> yeah, so I wouldn't necessarily hire a wholesale rep right away, but know that even if you have an agency, you are going to have to manage them, right? And they may not perform nearly as well as a wholesale rep. So I would say first go to FAIR. So looking back to 2021, you know, what else was working? Well, organic TikTok was absolutely huge and it still continues to be absolutely huge. So if you guys, you know, have not been putting the effort in on TikTok, I would say just start now, right? Especially over the holidays as you're listening to this, start thinking of ideas. Recently with one of our companies, we did a brainstorm of 50 different TikTok video ideas. And so it's really easy for our team to go in there, look at the idea and actually execute on the idea. So that's how I recommend doing that. Go in, have a brainstorming session, make sure that it fits with your brand, make sure that you are either entertaining or educating people, right? Or entertain and educate and you will win the TikTok game. That is how that game is played. Some other things that we saw in 2021 and some big drivers of success were some of the other platforms. We started to see Pinterest pick up a little bit on the discovery side, which is great. We saw, interestingly, Google's results stay so ridiculously solid. Good job, Google. Thank you for continuing to perform for us. So we saw some really great results there. And just overall, 2021 was nothing like 2020, but we still in our brand saw substantial growth over 2020. Though I'm really recommending people when they're looking back at 2021, really recommending you guys to actually look at your numbers versus 2019. And I think that that will be a much better benchmark. Whereas 2021 was just an absolute anomaly. You know, people will hopefully never be locked down like that again and at home, you know, by themselves like that again and just desperately wanting to shop or something to fill that endless void that we all had. And, you know, I am recording this as I'm seeing a lot of places go back into lockdown. And even if it's good for business, I don't want it. I don't want it at all. (laughs) So yeah, I think that 2021 was a really interesting year for a lot of the brands out there. And, you know, we started to see competition, especially in Facebook and all of the issues with iOS 14.5. And then now we're just starting to to experience those issues with iOS 15 and the lack of data that we really have now with our emails. So some places that I really recommend diversifying into, and we've talked about this before, but things again that we're winning was affiliate marketing was really big. Come across a really cool new platform where you can actually 
actually bid on getting getting articles in there, and it's more of a cost per click sort of method. So um, we may uh, have them on the podcast at some point. I don't really want to give it away until I try it out and let you guys know how well that works. But yeah, 2021 was a really big year. The next episode that I have, uh, I'm going to talk about my predictions for 2022, how you can really own your community in 2022 and have your community come alongside and support you. And I'm going to give you a little hint. 2022, I really do believe is going to be the year of using NFTs to build out your community. And we'll be talking all about that on the next episode. I hope you guys have a wonderful new year. Thank you so much, everyone who has listened and shared this with their friends in e-commerce. And if you could just continue to do that, leave us a review. I'd love some more reviews on Spotify. That would be huge. That's becoming you know quite a big platform for us. And a lot of people are listening on Spotify. Again, if you have friends that could use some of this advice uh, in e-com, please send them our way. We love seeing the amount of listeners that we have. Uh, I believe for us, actually, our listenership quadrupled in 2021. So we did approximately 140 episodes as well. Um, so that was huge. Had some incredible guests on. And I am just so excited to see what 2022 brings. Thank you guys again so much for listening. And yeah, here's to you and your success. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.